Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Tuesday morning. A ton to get to here as uh, I guess the uh, the country has some internet issues, but we're here. We're up. Joe O's on a hot spot. We have Monday Night Football to, uh, to react to. Later in the show, Ed Fang for the Power Rank will join us. And Ryan McDonough, our Odyssey NBA insider, college basketball NBA. And we look forward to week 10. But first, guys, pretty good night. Pretty good night for the show last night, Monday Night Football. Now, we did not hit the same game parlay. And the game went over, which we did not see coming. But the game turned entertaining in the fourth quarter. I thought Justin Fields showed a lot. And, I, Joe, I'm, I'm, I know you have a lot to say on that. That excited me for his future. And uh, I have a new favorite tight end, Pat Fryermuth. How about that? Anytime touchdown <laughs> score, boom, he's my new guy. So uh, feeling good this morning, Joe. Justin Fields, he showed me a lot last night in a loss. A lot. Uh, he should have, right? I mean, I am I, how am I, I don't know how I'm supposed to act. I don't know how I'm supposed to be. I'm not mad. I'm happy. I don't know if it was I went three for three with the lightning bets or I think I have a quarterback. I think I have a quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. He backed up his performance from last week with over 100 rushing yards against, as I look ahead, guys, this that's the toughest defense he's going to face all year. In Pittsburgh, <laughs> Matt Nagy as his head coach, playing the Steelers, Playing Watt, who is now the co-favorite for the defensive player of the year after last night's performance, and also playing the referees. Oh I think it, I think it's low-hanging fruit. I can't stand it when people bitch and bitch every single game, and I hate it, but that was garbage last night. That was garbage, not because of the, the, uh, the discrepancy between penalties one side versus the other. That's part of it. But the calls that were being made on the field were flat out horrendous. There are so many different directions that we can go. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot, a lot there to unpack from last night. But maybe it is the best case scenario because I'll call that the field's breakout game on Monday night football against a phenomenal defense and mm -hmm. the Bears lost, which now makes it four consecutive losses after losing six in a row last year. They now go on by. We are one big step closer to Matt Nagy no longer being the head coach. <laughs> yeah, Matt Nagy's going to be out. Aaron, the Bears lost last night, but they covered, so that's good for the show because the show was on the cover for the Bears last night, plus the six. Yeah. Um, Justin Fields looked good, and Joe's right about the referees, though. I mean, that taunting – the NFL's got to change that taunting penalty. It's so stupid. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to say about Justin Fields, I really feel like he's shown progress and – to give him a chance as a rookie quarterback. I mean, that's what we were all screaming that Matt Nagy needed to do and the Bears needed to do. You take a look at the Patriots side of things and Bill Belichick says at the beginning of the season, you know what, we're getting rid of Cam Newton. We've got to give this guy, Mac Jones, a shot. And it works. You know, how else is Justin Fields supposed to get better unless you help him and groom him and just throw him in there and let him learn and to see the progress that he's made on a huge stage against big Ben. Um, I mean, that's what you want to see out of the rookie and I'm happy for bears fans this morning. Yeah, he looked great. Uh, look at the pick at one point early, but he bounced back nearly 300 yards past. He goes over his rushing prop, which at this point with his legs, if his, if he's not rushing for 45, 50, 55 yards a game, it's a disservice to him and the bears. He's got to use his legs. He's a dynamic He's a dynamic, dynamic playmaker. So I was impressed last night. But goodness gracious, 
They oh, got to change that taunting rule. I mean, it, it's just, it's ridiculous. There's been multiple games this year, fourth quarter, close game. And, you know, I know we could go to a million different reasons why the Bears lost, Steelers won, right? It's not just one play, not one penalty. But you got to be kidding. Like, they're, they've, they're taking the emotion out of the game, right? And that emotion, did it ever bother anyone? Was the taunting and the dancing and the celebration ever really a problem in the NFL? Like, I, it just, I, I don't understand. Like, whose idea was this? Now they're enforcing it. Then you got the referee hip-checking the Bears Carrente. defender. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Correnti. He Marsh talked about that after the game. And he said, oh, I'm I saw. careful about what I what I can say. But he did flat yeah. out hip check him. And, you know, come on, guys. Like, the, he was also cut by the Steelers. And he was not going at the punter. He was just doing his little dance and looking at the sideline. We see it all the time. But in both cases, I, I feel like if these are respected players, that's not called. You know, Fields is getting some of those penalties when he's getting smacked in the head. Time after time, if his name says Roethlisberger on the back of his jersey. And that wasn't, I mean, that's the one we're going to talk about because it happened last and it may have been the most impactful one. How about the James Daniels ones? He was inside the tackle box. He was. And he whiffed. And he whiffed. Why are we throwing a penalty on that one? That was brutal. Um, I, I would also add, though, that this is an undisciplined group. So they earned some of those 12 penalties for 115 yards. And, and I mean, they can't help themselves. They fight on the field. This has been going on for years now. I mean, <laughs> that points directly at coaching. Put that one in the fire, Matt Nagy column. <laughs> and I've, I've had people coming at me and say, oh, last night's game was not at Matt Nagy. BS, man. Yeah. 12 penalties, 115 yards, maybe not all deserved, but a lot of them were. Yeah, and we all know a penalty. For you're at the four. You're at the four, and you have the Bears defense going up against the Steelers, and you're going to take your three points? Come on. You're on the road. You, you've got to be more aggressive than that. When you have 12 penalties for 115 yards, how do you not point the finger at the coaching and say this is an undisciplined team? I mean, that's absolutely what's going on. And it is so hard to overcome that. And the fact that the Bears, I mean, you got to give credit for Justin Fields and the Bears for coming back. But to overcome those 12 penalties is almost impossible. Yeah, you can't give away yards like that in a game like that. So, look, Fields was impressive. Nagy's... Nagy looks like he's got one foot out the door, which is great. I, I think for this for Bears fans, certainly the city of Chicago, certainly the uh, the Bears contingent on this show. The fact that the fact that the Bears might actually move on from this guy is a very good thing. But Aaron, as you look at this now, the Steelers get another win. Like the weird part is they won that game, and we're talking about the Bears, right? Because of course we are, and the, we covered the spread and all that. But you look now that the the, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers have five wins. And they're in this muck in the AFC. The Pittsburgh Steelers now plus 138 to make the playoffs, minus 170. No. Are we in on the Steelers after a win last night? Well, what about the Steelers to win the North? Plus 550, I saw. I mean, I think we have to take a look at them as maybe a team to, to beat in the AFC North. If you look at the Steelers schedule versus the Ravens, they could be right there. I don't hate it. Steelers eight and a half point favorites next week at home 
against the Lions. Joe, the Steelers' perspective, all right? We, we spin forward with the Steelers here. They win. They get the win. They did not cover the game, but for their perspective, they get the win, which is all that matters. They have five wins now, and they're in a muck here in the AFC. I mean, you look right now in the AFC, there's a whole lot of teams that have five wins. Buffalo, New England, at least five wins. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Tennessee, Chargers, Vegas, Chiefs, Broncos. I mean, basically the whole conference has five wins or more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is we were all saying Big Ben should have retired years ago and all this stuff. And then here they are. The Steelers are right there, Joe G. It's crazy. And you look at the Steelers' hardest games. I mean, they're at the Chargers. That might not be that difficult. At home against the Titans. The Titans are a good team. Um at Vikings, so at plus 550, I think they've got some value. Now, I'm not saying I think the Steelers are going to win that division. Obviously, it looks like the Ravens' division to win at this point. But if you are looking for some value, if some of these games that they have remaining, uh, Lions, Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens, um, that's what the Steelers have ahead of them. Some of those could go either way. And what do you know? The Steelers could just be right there. Yeah, you know what it is? You look at their schedule, and they're going to play everyone that's in their way. Like, they're going to control this the rest of the way. Like, look at that. They play the Ravens. They play Cincinnati uh, one more time. They play Cleveland one more time. They play the Char- – like, other than other than the Detroit and Minnesota, everybody else they play is, is in the AFC, and they're in the AFC playoff race with them. There's no bad teams in the AFC left, so – they definitely have a legitimate chance to to fight for the playoffs here. If I had to, if I had to take it, I would take the no on the Steelers. I mean, that, they got a nice win last night, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They've won four straight. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe they finally, maybe Big Ben has adjusted to this offense and and things are clicking for them now. Certainly, they've got a tremendous head coach in Mike Tomlin. I wouldn't be shocked if they go on more of a run here down the stretch, second half of the season. Joe, Steelers playoffs five wins now. They're in the they're in the muck now with everybody else. It's uh, plus money no. to make the playoffs. I would say no, no too. No, um, la- last night they were they were outplayed. They were, and we can complain about the referees. That's fair. Not making not making uh, multiple multiple uh, optimal decisions. Uh, yards per play. Look at it last night. <laughs> Bears have the most putrid offense in the NFL coming in, and they had 7.1 yards per play compared to Pittsburgh's 4.2. Yards per pass, 8.7 with a rookie to 5.1. No, I'm out on the Steelers. I don't think it happens next week. Maybe there's an ATS pick with Detroit. Oh, there is. Oh, I think there's going to be, yeah. Yeah. I I have that written down for one of our upcoming segments as well. But yeah, yeah. Um, The Ben thing is only going to get worse. And I don't know about you guys, but I I, I know he has a poor offensive line. This this Najee Harris, Offensive Rookie of the Year chatter, no, no. He's a bit of a – he can't bust out those big runs, and you're not going to do that with that offense. I wasn't impressed with anything I saw. Ben had 205 yards. Like, you got it done with Fryermuth in the red zone. Good job. They've – probably should have done more in that matchup. I know they end up scoring a good amount of points there, but I I was not impressed with anything with that offense. 
Yeah, so you, I, look, there's nine teams in the AFC right now that have five wins. Nine teams. Only only two have more than that. Tennessee and Baltimore. They have they have six and seven, or seven and six, respectively. Nine teams have five wins. You know what this is likely heading for? Tiebreakers are going to decide the AFC playoffs. Conference records likely going to decide the AFC playoffs. And on that right now, Vegas, four and one in the AFC. Patriots, four and one in the AFC. Kansas City, one and four. In the conference. So like, so this is where we are headed towards. So these next three, four, five, six weeks of where they're all playing each other, it's significant. And Joe, you mentioned the game against the Lions coming up Sunday. We'll, we'll hit that coming up. We look towards week 10 here. Like if the Steelers or any of these teams, right? Any of these teams that are in this muck, nine teams, five, you know, five wins in the AFC. You can't lose mm-hmm. to the Lions, right? You can't, you can't. For the Broncos, oh, no. the Broncos are the bottom of this. Oh my God. This schedule, man. I mean, I still love the Patriots. Their last eight. Their last eight, okay. If if I had to throw out a record, I'd say three and five, six or three and three and five is what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Is one and seven out of bounds? Well, we saw them collapse last year, right? We saw the end of the season was very unkind to them last year. It's not out of bounds. Um, Look, they might be the worst team in every matchup of the last eight games. They might be underdogs. Well, and, yeah. and everyone they face, except I think for Minnesota in uh, in that stretch, there is an AFC playoff contender, right? They're all it's all in this muck here, so it's there for them. Um, mm-hmm. But they're going to have to go earn it. All right, we got a lot coming up here on the show today. Coming up on the other side, NFL futures. Did we did we see something that is worth betting on in a rookie of the year race? And might not be the name that we thought we were going to say today. I, I think we kind of. Thought we were heading one way, and we might be heading another way. So we'll go there next. NFL Futures MVP, Coach of the Year. Which one of Aaron's is going to hit? we got to actually go over how many (laughs) Coach of the Year wagers Aaron has in. We'll hit all those names next. A lot to get to. Ryan McDonough later in the show on the NBA. And we'll talk to Ed Fang as well. Ton to get to. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily. We're presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. And it's the BetQL Network streamed nationwide free on the Odyssey app and BeckQLnetwork.com.